Alice for Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jarrow. Hi, Jessica. Hi, my friend. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm going to put this all on Jessica. Oh, I'm good. Uh, I like before I started recording, you were like, can you have a normal week? And I can't, it turns out, because as soon as our COVID emergency ended in my home, I then threw my back out like a little old lady. That's not true. People of all ages do it, but it really makes you feel old. You've been having bad back for a while. I was girl with bad back for many years. Honestly, I think we got to stop saying it. I do. I honestly like yoga helped on so many levels for me. Unfortunately, it's exactly what everybody tells you, which is that core work helps your back. I was very annoyed to find out how true that is. So I haven't had back stuff for a really long time and I take really good care of it. And then in the middle of the night, on Wednesday night, I like got up and I was coughing. I just had something in my throat and threw my back out. I just was walking down the hall like coughing and then was like, oh, no fair. When it's so it's so much worse when it's something that small, you know, (laughs) like you want it. You don't want it to be worse, but it's like you when you're younger, you think it's yeah, I was lifting a couch. Yeah, I was like doing, you know, crazy handstands. And it's I was walking and I coughed and I was fully bedridden for an entire day. Yeah, you were just laying prone just laid in bed for <laughs> I had to move. I tried to do work and I couldn't really sit in a chair. It was really uncomfortable. And so I took a sick day and canceled all my calls and then just laid in bed and watched Selling Sunset. Which is great. great. Now you're up to date on it, too. So we can hop on in. It was kind of one of those things that happens as a TV watcher where you're like, this is an opportunity. I can go dig in on one of the things. Um, I didn't get super far into it, but I get the gist now. You get the gist. I get the gist. Mean ladies making money. Yes. And then two little men two tiny men (laughs) and sexy ladies oh my god so many like bony blondes oh very so thin it's like a kind of thin i just it's a kind of thin that is like intense to me where are you in chriselle's marriage so far still married but i know that this does not last yes and she gets just insanely thin like painfully thin (gasps) okay I can see that. I can't imagine. I mean, she's very thin already, but I can't imagine working with Christine and Mary. Well, I think it's the divorce going through the divorce oh, yes. is why she yes. lost all the weight. Just be. I think she just couldn't eat. Ugh, she's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. They're all so beautiful. And it's very, it reminds me a lot of, yeah, I've talked about this before, how Kardashians lured me in where like, it's okay to lose storylines and because you just, your eyes are like, how'd she do that braid? Oh, that makeup's interesting. Where does that dress zip? And you're like, just These lost. are all commentary about Christine. It's all Christine. Yeah. Where you're like, how did she put so many earrings on a braid? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I think she's spending the most money on hair and makeup and smart of her. It pays off. She like, I said, I was, when we were Marco Poloing, I was like, if she had like, a braid bar or like a I want to know I want to do it made me want to grow my hair long again and do every braid under the sun here's the thing she is Jeffree Star (laughs) slash Marilyn Manson who else did you say well I now it occurred to me just because I was just watching a Jeffree Star TikTok about something dumb that was toxic and she looks like Jeffree Star Yes, I fully see it. She has that thing where it's... And he's beautiful, so it's not an Yes, insult. no, no. But where it is that, that, that really, Alien. really, really, like, very few people... And she, I think she pulls it off, but where it's, like, bleached 
meets the, where like you almost can't see the hairline because yes. the skin and the hair are such a close color. And it's she has like alien esque features. Yes, because she's so angular. She's intense. Well, I love it. That's her deal. I'm gonna definitely keep watching because I know so much happens, and it's great to like finally get the bearings. I will say it depresses me about our city's architecture for sure, but. You know, I, I like the same reason it makes sense that Adam Danella developed the it's the Hills guy mm-hmm. who made the show and it like does scratch the itch. It's giving me that feeling of watching of it being 2007 and being in my little apartment and watching the Hills and being like, I live here. Weird. This uh, is my house. My house. I'm like LC. I love it when they go to and they're like, um, what is this neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> That's so insulting. Um, gross. Where are all? the uh, slab box modernist <laughs> houses. What is with all the tile? They're in Silver Lake. Keep They're, going. Keep going. <laughs> um, how are you, my friend? You know, it's been a weird week for me, too. Brooklyn Nine-Nine had its finale last night. I watched it. And it feels so... It feels the, like a show that's been ending for me. It's not... Because the room wrapped in October yeah. but then my episode shot and I wasn't allowed to be on set because yeah. of COVID and that shot in December and then the show actually picture wrapped like a few months ago and then it premiered and that felt like the beginning of the end Yeah, and then now the finale I can't imagine and because even while you were there there was also the oh it left the other network and now it no wait it's back well that was I, before you I started when it Move to NBC. Okay. Like to me, it feels like this show that's been like kind of moving towards this for so long. Yeah. You know? It it could have gone on forever. Like the truth is, NBC loved the show and would have had us continue on forever. Would have been great for me. Who knows? The financial place, I I would just be in such a better place financially than out of work for a year. It would just be be better. It would be nice. I'm blessed. Uh, I'm like paying rent. So, but. Yeah, it was just sad to not get to say goodbye. And yeah. I don't know. Because I really... Well, I love all the writers. And then some of the actors... Well, all of the actors are so fucking nice. But like Melissa Fumero is just the sweetest woman. And Stephanie is so good to me. And even though I barely work with Chelsea, she's very warm to me. Well, obviously, I like- I'm just like, I love all the women. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's great, too. He's... One of those people that when he talks to you, you feel really cool that he's like talking to you. I bet I would. Yeah. And then, you know, Terry's like watching a motivational speaker all the time. <laughs> and then Dirk and Joel, the older guys who yeah. play Hitchcock and Scully, yeah. they are the nicest, coolest men. Oh, I like finding out that actors or any person in the industry is nice it's truly i cut we talked about this before i believe like i cut a lot of slack for people who are on set and working and i don't feel like especially women have to be nice to everybody on all sets at all times but it is nice to know when people are nice and good and nice to work with our cast was insanely nice and the crew too like i think dan my our showrunner was in the finale Mm -hmm. and then so was our dp rick page what was he he was one he was a cop you know but i love rick page so much (sighs) he's the director of photography and he's just like this really cool nice guy and it's fun because he's working on nicole's show now oh fun so we talk about how nice rick page is it was just i don't know so and there was no end of season rap party and then it feels like they're probably not going to be an end of the series party and it's just we're not going to see each other ever again i can't imagine having but for everyone you know like for everyone that worked on that show like what a feeling of yeah. like of it just it's very covidy it's very okay 
goodbye and just like fading away versus like finality. You know, the last time I spoke to most people was at uh, a table read, which only Neil Campbell and I, who wrote our episode together, uh, 802 Lake House. So we had a table read. And then everyone was, all right, good job, bye. And everyone logged off. But I was like, let me just wait around to see if anyone else is hanging around. That way I can just like chit chat for a moment. Yeah. And so a few of us and Andy stayed around. And Andy was like, wow, I guess bye, I'll never see you again. (laughs) But not like being me, but just being like, "Uh, this is weird. We literally today, my boss of four years is leaving BuzzFeed and today was his last day. And we did a, you know, a Zoom toast to him. And it was like his, you know, closest people. And it was like mix of people from New York and L.A. (laughs) New York people could drink. It was way too early for us. So I put kombucha in a wine glass. And yeah, at the end, it was just this feeling of, okay, well have a good life everybody and yeah. just like clicking out of a box and it felt so sad yeah it was just like sad it's not the way and you know and if it was a party you would like have a drink and hug each other and it would still be sad but to not even be able to like touch people yeah and be in the same space is so crazy i gotta say thank god we had a good rap party season seven yeah was that the one that was downtown at union station no that was season six oh, okay but I know more of the actors now. Yeah. So it was like more fun for me. Yeah. But still, it's been, gosh, man, almost two years since I've seen those folks. In December, it would be two years. So whatever. It was weird. There's a lot of feelings come up. And also, I'm like, hey, guys, I'm available. Let's get me booked and Book busy. Marcy. Book Get her booked. Me. I am bored. And yes, I do spend about 40 hours a week doing podcast editing and stuff. <laughs> I was going to say. But she has podcasts, but book the woman. I tell you, the, our podcasting union is not as good as. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little new. Well, I'm really proud of you. Thank Congratulations you. on a really important uh, chapter and huge period of growth in terms of your own career. And it's been very exciting. And I'm very excited for new and next. And it will come and be wonderful. We'll see. It okay. Now, what are we watching? We both watched Lula Rich. We did both watch Lula Rich. I want to hear your thoughts because I think you have a very interesting connection to it. I know. I was calling, I called my parents this morning and I was telling them about it because my parents were in Amway twice. The twice is so important. And they also <laughs> at one point sold skincare too. Not Avon, but some other like, okay. it's a three part system. So they're into multi-level marketing schemes. So for anyone who hasn't watched the doc, it's a doc series on Hulu and it's about a clothing company called LuLaRoe and how it's basically yeah an MLM slash pyramid scheme. And they're in a bunch of lawsuits now and it ruins some people's lives and, you know, financially. And it's the story of the couple, the religious couple who owns it, and then a lot of the people who get duped by it. And it is interesting that they kind of, I think, do an effective job explaining like, MLM does not necessarily mean a scheme, but that, you know, there there are certain parts of it that mirror pyramid schemes. And so Amway, Avon, Mary Kay, these companies are MLMs. Yes. Okay. And now, do you, did you talk to your parents about it? You know, it's funny because they're like, you know, you could make a lot of money in it. <laughs> Marcy, we have a great opportunity for you. Uh, I mean, my parents happened to not have made. They were, let's say they didn't make it to mentor or coach uh, stages. 
So uh, yeah, a little defensive because I was like, I remember months ago being like, oh yeah, remember when you did Amway? Mom's like, we did it twice. We did it before you were born. I was like, you did it twice? Now, did they make money and that's why they went back? Like they were happy with it the first time? I don't know. I, I, so I, I do remember going to a convention Wow. And they're like, oh, the kids go over here. It's very similar to LuLaRoe where it's like, this is a family. family. This is for stay-at-home moms to be able to make an income. And then hopefully you retire your husbands. That's what LuLaRoe is. I don't know that Amway is exactly that. Right. But it was very religious-based as well. And so the older folk went to go scream, let's get fired up somewhere in a convention center. (laughs) And I went into the children's thing where... I'm I grew up Catholic, so it's a little different than the most Protestant Christian, you know. Yeah. We just have different terminology. It's just different. And I'd never like been exposed yeah. to other religions other than every now and then going with my grandparents to the Methodist church. But okay. still pretty different. And they asked who here hasn't been saved. And I was like, well, I guess I have. I don't know what the I don't know what you're talking about. So I raised <laughs> my hand and they made me come up there and they like prayed over me and then told me to testify. I was like eleven. Oh my God. I was like, that sounds traumatic. It was. And I was like, oh it made me think of <laughs> I had a friend in college, in high school, who went to a full gospel church uh-huh. and everyone was speaking in tongues. And they're like, do it. And she's like, I guess I got us. So she <laughs> had to fake speaking in tongues. Uh, but yeah, being like, this is weird. And then being like, did they convert me? What just happened? Also, how are we selling products in tandem with getting saved? I'm like, well, I guess Jesus will help you do all the stuff. I mean, that's definitely the logic, you yeah. know? Wait, so I actually don't know. Is Amway is like every product under the sun kind of, right? It, they, yeah, I think at first it used to be maybe like health foodie things. Oh, but, okay. But I remember specifically my parents had an upstairs office and they had shelving with, I remember granola bars is one of the things. Huh. I don't remember everything else, but I... I I want to say that they have a, a wide array of products. Yeah. But how weird to have to like talk to your friends, be like, come on over, I want to talk to you about you well, buying things for me. It's funny because I, I actually, a friend of ours, who I'll tell you off the pod, <gasps> recently was like, hey, my girlfriend is, has these amazing nail stickers. They actually showed in the LuLaRoe, mm-hmm. like in terms of like how it's popular right now. Yes. And there was a shot and I was like, oh my God. Cause she was like, a friend of ours was like, hey, my girlfriend from home has this like amazing home business where she sells these nail stickers. Um, and I'm going to send an email about it. And I was like, sure. And then it was like an email, totally like a Tupperware party style being like, hey, I'm hosting an online party, like cocktail hour for my high school friend. And she sells these amazing nail stickers at cost. And it was like to a group of our LA friends with some woman. And it was like, it would mean a lot if you could just come and buy at least one set. And I was like, no. And then it's later funny. it was it's like, at oh. least good to tell you up front. Yes. We expect you to buy. Yes. And instead of just like, it'll be fun, just hang out. I was, it was like, whoa, wait a minute. And it was like dawned on me, oh, I was getting like recruited for one of these things. But yes, the, the dog. You would be the person that I would think if I had to pick who was going to buy nail stickers from me. I guess, yes, she cares about nails, but they did. Gel builders, I don't do stickers. I know. That's the, they don't really understand the game. Ask. But LuLaRoe sells, I think they got, 
really big for their colorful, fun design leggings. Yes. But they sell a lot of just loose, stretchy yeah, wear. It's like it started with like stretchy maxi skirts. Yes. And comfortable then, material and bright colors and patterns, fun, patterns, yes. patterns, patterns. I did love the part of the dock when the design, the like lead designer was like, <laughs> I mean, we told the design team to change anything they found at least 20%, but some of them didn't. And so I guess there's some copyright issues. <laughs> the story is that if you start a business and it grows at unfathomable <laughs> rate and you employ your like 11 children who have no experience in the fields they're overseeing, that there's going to be some major, major bursting at the seams and corners cut. And it's incredible. Yes, the like scheming and the like money pieces, money loss pieces are like, frankly, heartbreaking. But also like when they're growing, it is one of those stories that is unbelievable. Like they there's a they have a thing at Angel Stadium, which for anyone who doesn't know in L.A., that's like that's L.A. That's like Dodger Stadium. It's a baseball stadium. And they have one of their events at Angel Stadium and Katy Perry performs. And it was a 30 million dollar company that's like where event. people that were the most upset was that they had been receiving damaged rotten stinky rotten products. molding products yes moldy leggings guys and then stinky. they were like we can't we're not giving you a refund and then they were paying kelly clarkson and Katy perry like 30 million dollars so so there was a big disconnect with how they were treating the people but to say nothing of the scandal the characters in it there's some interesting characters yeah. i think the husband and wife are a great character oh it really reminds me it's got a kind of queen of versailles yes. energy but she's a, a scarier she kind of has an angeline vibe to yes. me yes 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 <laughs> where you kind of can't see your face because there's so much makeup and it's like a big i was saying to you and trish like it's a bold lip and heavy eye and the big <laughs> blonde hair and it's just like i wait wow. who's scarier I think the uh, Queen of Versailles. No, this okay, lady. That's, I, think I thought you were lady. saying De- okay. Deanne. Deanne's startup. Deanne startup. <laughs> her middle name is startup. Her, I thought it was her last name. Her maiden no. name. Oh, is it's it her, her maiden, maiden name? name? I thought it was. The, I thought no. it was her middle name. It's her maiden name was startup. I don't understand. Because Diane and Deanne startup. They they're the startup twins. I just don't get it. But there was the funniest part to me was a producer's asking. So what do you think this means for strong, powerful women? And the husband goes, can I answer this? (laughs) And she's so happy to let him. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's so many things to talk about. It's really worth watching. It ends a little abruptly. I like went looking for more episodes and was like, oh, I was like, thought there'd be a lot more. But I guess it's kind of current legal battle stuff. But I will say I said this to you and Trish, like the thing that did really bum me out is And I will say it is predatory more towards like middle and upper middle class white women, but it really is predatory. I feel like on the very deep, deepest anxiety that moms have and the idea of the dream of working and getting to spend time with your children and like the never ending uh, tug of war Mm -hmm. from what I understand for like women who want to work and who also want to raise kids. And it is so predatory, like in terms of just leaning into that guilt and desire and it's very savvy in terms of if you're targeting a demographic like that is their greatest root desire and fear and it's so sad then to watch them 
in such calculated ways abuse that you know it's a lot of shame around not having money do you know that the irs mostly audits lower income and middle class people they don't really audit people with a lot of money i did know that because i weirdly know like a fair number the people all the people i know who have been audited are like cartoonishly underpaid yes and like tim got audited when he was a pa Mm-hmm. like a nasty nasty audit and had to pay tons they, of money and was a PA who slept in a hallway in a house with five boys <laughs> oh <laughs> like, I remember <laughs> like was not really someone I think the IRS really needed to be stressing about yeah they go after the people who aren't gonna fight them yeah. and who are gonna be scared yeah so that they will give them more money without asking questions. Well, we've talked about it. That IRS fear is so real. Now I got an accountant and you got to go fucking talk to Sammy. Go talk to Elise Benura on my end, okay? <laughs> yeah. You talk to Sammy. I gave him power of attorney, so I think he can pull the plug on me if he, if he needs to. <laughs> I was just like, you can have everything. <laughs> Here's my passport. <laughs> Take care of this. This man owns you. <laughs> um, but he is nice. He was like, did you get this? He like called recently. He was like, did you get this letter we just work so hard i want to make sure you're on top of the letter oh <laughs> good like, sammy i'm not gonna mess up all your hard work oh that's good <laughs> that makes me happy you want someone who's taking care but yes an amazing amazing doc check it out it's on prime amazon prime amazon yeah. prime and then i started watching impeachment the fx the first two episodes of impeachment and that's for anyone who doesn't know that's the american crime story the anthology, the People versus OJ, and then there was Versace, and it's, now yeah, the Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy, and his muse. Oh my God, why am I blanking on her name? Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. And it is this is the story of Monica Lewinsky, and the, and M- Monica's an executive EP. producer, so she's an EP. Beanie Fieldstein plays Monica, and I'm offended by that choice why because i feel like their vibes are so different maybe i just need to watch it i do think i think you're right i think that they work pretty hard i i think you're right because i feel like monica was more of a almost sorority kind of good yeah like not that beanie's not but beanie seems like more of a comedy kind of yeah I don't know. She just doesn't. Maybe it's great. Maybe it's great. I'm judging it too harshly. No, I think I'd be curious once you watch what you think, because I think she's giving a really good performance and I like her so much, but I don't. It is like very. But also Ryan Murphy is such the king of like miscasts yes. on purpose yeah um like even sarah paulson as linda tripp like in a fat suit doesn't really work but you're like also getting a great performance because it's sarah paulson but it's great casting edie falco is hillary cliva owen is that's who that is and I mean, he's <laughs> i think far and away giving like he him as bill is like magnetic it is so weird and he makes a really cool choice with his voice and like demeanor that it's like the thing you've always heard about him that he is so like I mean very like all presidents I think like like the whole world stops when they're you know when they're talking to you and it's truly like the performance gives you that and gives you the feeling of Monica if you imagine yourself as like 22 23 year old intern and just like what they really capture the feeling of like maybe it's specific to having been a younger woman but like of imagine like the feeling of being alone in the white in a room in the white house with the president of the united states who is also like attractive and women want and isn't like 
a scary Harvey Weinstein, you know, like you feel the power dynamic of like, this is wrong and he's wrong in this moment. But you also feel like, oh my God, but who wouldn't be like intoxicated by this, the attention and the like, it's really, I mean, I wouldn't say it's great. There's a lot about it that like I'm not loving, but but I'm definitely going to keep watching. I should watch it. I'd be curious what you think because it's very, and the 90s stuff is just also very fun, you know? I was just looking, I couldn't remember the name of the comedian who I thought would be a really good lid to trip. I don't know if today era would be, but I think 15 year ago, 15 years ago, Lisa Lampanelli <gasps> would be a really good casting Absolutely. choice. Yes, I mean- it's unfortunate because I love Sarah Paulson, but like, yeah, I don't know what we're doing with fat suits in 2021. And it's and just like... she couldn't be more painfully pin thin. I have seen her. She screamed in my face in a very playful way at Magpies. Oh, the ice cream was just screaming about some flavor. And I was like, no one has ever been more intense. She was being friendly. But I was like, what is she talking about? She seems kind of wild. She was on Watch What Happens Live this week. And she was like, it was very funny. I laughed because Andy was like, so what do you think like you thought about Monica before you did the series that you like feel differently about? Like, what did you think of her? And she was like, hmm, I think I thought she was slutty. (laughs) <laughs> I, I like howled and Andy's face went like Ooh, it was like kind of a record <laughs> she's like well you know we all did and it was just sort of like a very honest answer but like not a thoughtful actor answer you know like which made me laugh it was very funny also she is up on the shows she knows yes. everything when she said she and Ryan Murphy talk a lot of housewives I'm positive sense. I would at least have a great conversation with Ryan Murphy. Yes, I feel like I'd be terrified of him, but he would be fat. Like, we would have so many things to talk about. Once I was at an SNL after party because I babysat for someone on SNL, and mm. once they gave me tickets, and I got to sit in the writer's Very room. nice. Not even that exciting, but at the after party, like, older gentleman than I spilled a drink on me, and I was like, watch it, you asshole. And he started laughing so hard, and it was the VP of Ryan Murphy's company. Oh, and so we started chatting and he's like, Chris Colfer's here. You want to meet Chris? Come sit by Chris. So I got to meet Chris Colfer. It was very fun. I was like, I'm in the Ryan Murphy world now. (laughs) It's only a matter of time. I mean, can you imagine if you're an actor like that is the fucking dream. What's her name? Judith Light shows up. Mm -hmm. She's great. And then Taryn Killam and his wife, Kobe Smulders, is she's great. She is Ann Coulter. I gotta watch it. It's great. It's really fun casting. And yeah, I'm definitely going to keep watching. But that's what we've been watching. Okay, so should we jump into some shows? Should we do news? That's what I meant. Let's do news. I meant news, guys. Leave me alone. I mean, listen. So It's a long week. We've both had stuff. This (laughs) week was Met Gala. Oh, the Met. You found it, I know, very underwhelming. Thumbs down. I, I acknowledge that there was some some bright spots but like in general I really do get excited for the Met I think it is one of the few times that fashion is like really fun and people are weird and it reminds you of like the play and the like true costume and like flights of fancy that you can build and make anything and it's like I yeah I want to see I love it for as much for the like unfathomable glamour like Kim and her Versace gold Mm -hmm. or her dripping Terry Mulger 
uh, like as much as like I'm happy to see Katy Perry in the chandelier and then a hamburger outfit you yes. know like I think that that's so fun and imagining them all running around inside of that beautiful museum in the like Egyptian tomb room and like I think that's so fun and so I don't know it's just like none of my favorite celebs were there yeah there was just not like as much fun and I felt like everybody was trying to be very pretty yes and I and when it's like a lot of beautiful people just being pretty then to me that's like that's what like LA red carpet shows are for you know so that was my beef but and then the big question for me is Kim's outfit I have truly teetered all week Uh on it I hated it I was so mad I was like but then I found that powerful as the week went on in terms of like the comment the statement the idea of like the recognizable silhouette and that like I do feel like I get to see her and I get to see her body and her face and I'm deserving of it and I'm owed it and then I didn't get it and like that is such a powerful statement I don't know if you noticed but over text I wasn't really responding to it because I disagreed so hard with you not liking it because I loved (laughs) it so much immediately I was like she's so fucking cool you can tell me that I won't be upset I always I'm always the naysayer in our group chat so I was like I don't need to do it about this we'll talk about it on the pod but I was like I fucking love this she's so smart like whoever talked her into this and she bought into it I was like she is this is her she's next level right now she is a work of art she always her body was a work of art and now she is saying we're beyond that my whole i my being is a work of art you don't even need to see my body i make waves wherever i go you'll have something to say whether you see my nipples or not and then to have the designer cosplaying as kanye and i was like there's so many levels of what this could be saying like is it saying that put us in place here doesn't matter you just you're just going to project onto us whatever you think anyway is it um the only reason I got here is because Kanye. So how could I be here without Kanye? Is it, you know, I'm a vacant void and nothing is of our marriage anymore. Like, mm, I is like it, that take. There's just so many things you could apply to it. And I was like, this is so cool. I wish she was filming the show so we could hear her talk about what she wants or I mean, what she felt it was. They may be filming it for the new. In fact, I forgot to tell you this. A At my work, a branded like thing came in for their new show mm. with no details but just that like oh. they're already looking for press promo I'm sure I'm not supposed to show that so which makes me think that this is behind a paywall you guys paywall. can't Don't. tell our but secrets. they are beginning like marketing for it and it's like unscripted Hulu Kardashian show. Ugh. So I don't, I d- truly, I joined the call that I don't need to be on just so I could. I was like, please include me. Please make sure it works with my schedule. And everybody was like, yeah, Jess really has a lot. She really needs to offer. But, but no, I, here's what I'll say. I think for me, the disappointment, A, is because I'm just like, I want to see her because I never can get enough of looking at her. But I think it felt connected. But that's why I love your take on it. Like it felt so connected to Kanye and like the what she wore to the Donda listening sessions. And like they both wore those matching things. And like I think I'm in this zone where I just like want to see this really hard left, you know, like away from him. But that's not what she's doing. And that's yes. the point. They're and not she, giving they're she not giving us she's what not, we're asking. She's not divorcing Chris Humphreys right now. She's divorcing the father of four of her children. Totally. Who calls her mother mom no it's not so, and they're not gonna as if those two people would have 
a traditional divorce. Yeah. You know, like there is nothing traditional or relatable to any marriage or any experience any of us can have that is there's so there's maybe like three people alive who will maybe have similar life experiences as them so i think it's that is in the moment i was like oh you know like but but this is caitlin showing up at yeezy season one yeah you know it's like that level of what is this little buzzy noise Crackling. crackling it's i think it's like that level of you you can't break us up but also, I don't know, there was just so much. I was like, she understands this is an art project and it's not a fashion show. No, and they're more... And she was the, one of the few people who understood this is not a fashion show. This is an art project. I do fully agree. And I'm telling you, like, my initial disappointment then gave way to, like, especially seeing those, like, beautiful photos, like, with that gorgeous... They were just, like, shadows. And Ugh. so it was, like, it was very moving and, like, powerful. And, like, I think that that was a lot of it was that, like... To think about the year, the two years that have happened in our, like not to make a meal out of it, but it's like between like COVID and the amount of death and the political pieces and Black Lives Matter, I think I was kind of shocked by how little anyone had to say on the carpet. Like there was so little in the way of like, I I know that wasn't the assignment as far as the theme, but it was in terms of the Americana of it was like, it was asking for a reflection. And I thought like, no one really, and I think Kim, to your point, probably did get the closest to that. Remember when we all posted black yes. photos on Instagram? That's what I mean. Is this like this void of and like... And she and... They had this weird thing they were doing where Kanye yeah, unfollowed her, black. but then was following her and their profile pic and about a handful of other celebrities. The only people Kanye was following had these black... Yes. Plain black profile pics. And the I was circle like, was just like black. Yeah. We don't know what it really is, but it gets people talking and it doesn't have to be much. No. And it, I think that it is more, it's more interesting. They are more powerful together, even as exes. Yes. And they have more influence and can spark more conversation and create better art, I think, together. And it was, it is cool at the end of the day to feel them still sharing that, you know? I also think there's an interesting takeaway that no matter what Kim does, people hate her. I mean, people want to hate her. People hate her. People think she's a bad person. She is the epitome of someone being slut-shamed. It's wild to me how little growth people have allowed for her. They literally will let like criminals come out of jail and be Robert Downey Jr., who <laughs> broke into people's homes and crawled in bed with their children (laughs) because he was on cocaine and other drugs. They'll be like, he's the best thing ever. You're like, that person would have scared the death. This woman, you just think she buys too many things? Even like at the Met, they were people like Alexander Wang dressed people and is supposed to be in like fashion jail for having like taken advantage of like a fair amount of models and fashion industry people and like got me too. And it's like very, you know, people are happily wearing his designs and it's, Christian Siriano said, not seeing a whole lot of American designers. I mean, that's the other just. So for me, it was, the, I, I don't want to rain on the parade. There were some fun things. I love Rihanna and ASAP Rocky together. <laughs> like that image of them and him in his big quilt. Like there was fun stuff yes. that like made it me It just happy. wasn't enough. I just got my hopes up. It was like yes. long, long, long delayed. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be, it's like when Beyonce had to cancel Coachella because she got pregnant with the twins and you knew that because she had to have canceled it that what she was going to come back with was going to be unbelievable and then it was 
Beachella and Homecoming. Yeah. And it was like, I think I got into this headspace of like, this is going to be like the Met Gala. And I was like, okay, everyone's just it like can't pretty. Be <laughs> but it's not, we're not there yet. No, I know. And even, which like, actually brings us into our next yeah. story. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I love this story. I feel bad for any barbs who are going to want to side with Okay, her. you guys have been listening to a free preview of Ellis for Losers. Ooh, we hope you liked it. Oh, yeah. And if you did, you can go on over to patreon.com slash L is for losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, mm-hmm. which are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers.